This is the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast, bringing you conversations about holistic health and wellness with local voices, so you can get to know the incredible experts we have access to right here in the Twin Cities. This episode of the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast is brought to you by Tara Carr DDS and Associates, a holistic dental wellness practice that advocates for metal-free dental restoration and practices eco-dentistry to reduce the impact of dentistry on the environment and protect patients from harmful chemicals. If you've been looking for a dental practice that integrates oral health with overall health, this is the place. The entire team at Tara Carr and Associates is so welcoming and they really value education and empowerment around oral health. They work with other providers to help refer out services and really focus on that whole person healing for each of their clients. Find more information and connect with them at taracardds.com. That's Tara, T-A-R-A, car, K-A-U-R-D-D-S.com. Well, I am here with Arielle Grant, founder of Render Free a wellness and co-working space for self-identified black and brown women all around just wonderful human that I have really loved getting to know lately. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lily. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So let's start off by you telling us about Render Free. What is Render Free and how did you get started? Absolutely. So Render Free is a space. It is a virtual and in-person space for self-identified Black and Brown women. And in our space, we invite folks to rest, to work, to heal, and to connect. We know that many of the folks that make up our community are often living kind of an isolation, a lot of the spaces that they navigate. Their experience is not often the centered experience. And so in our community spaces, whether that be virtually or in person, we connect about those experiences. We affirm the reality of what folks are living through. And then we highlight strategies of healing that help us to recover from the trauma that's often found there. So if you walk into the render free lounge and workspace, you'll see black and brown women working and chatting over a cup of coffee, um, maybe stretching, reading. And it's just really kind of like my dream come true. <laughs> Love that. So this is something obviously I can't identify with. So could you help us understand like, why is this so important and what makes this space so different than just any other space that people walk into. Yes, I'd be happy to. So, you know, as self-identified black and brown women, as folks that are considered from these marginalized groups, we often carry this burden around with us on top of everyday concerns. Um, so everyday concerns that all of us can attest to are, you know, oh, our to-do list, like we've got to do the laundry, we've got to do groceries, we've got to pick up our kid from soccer practice, we've got to head up that presentation or lead that meeting or start that business, like all the normal stressors of life are enough, right? Those are stressful enough. But on top of all that, as black and brown women, and I'll speak specifically for myself as a black woman, 
I've experienced having to also present myself in a way that is acceptable to those who have power in spaces. So particularly I experienced this in the workplace. If I am, for example, interviewing for a job and I know that automatically I'm seen as someone who maybe is a little bit outside of the normal culture. If it's a predominantly white workspace, there's going to be an even unspoken and unconscious expectation that I'd have to be a little bit better um, than the average person interviewing, show my ability to kind of blend into the crowd. And that's just like a level of stress that's, that really is weighs on us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the powerful things about render free is that we name that we name that that is a, a real weight, not recognized by all, but definitely felt by those who experience it most. And then we talk about how we can unload that weight and replace it with things that help us to recover so we can go back into the world and do the beautiful things that we seek to do. Mm, yes. Thank you for explaining that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So how does wellness fit into the space and how have you worked that into some of the programming and events and conversations that have been a part of render free. So I often say I am a student of wellness. <laughs> I am, you know, living into and learning how to live into my role um, in the world of wellness, but it is vast. I mean, you know, Lily, like there are so many avenues when it comes to health and wellness and I am learning as we go. But what I figured out is that as women, and even more specifically as black and brown women, we tend to have this posture because of what's been impressed upon us to just serve everyone first. And in some ways, it's a beautiful sentiment to be so self-sacrificing. It's a beautiful sentiment. We tend to be very community oriented. We tend to play really important roles in our families and in our households. Um, but it also, again, comes at a cost. And if we aren't seeking out opportunities to consider what does it look like to prioritize myself and my own needs, then those needs actually go uncared for. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that that results in chronic stress that results in um, higher cases of preventable diseases. Those are really prevalent amongst black and brown women. And it results in shorter lifespans. So this is like really important stuff that we're talking about. And again, when you think of that in the context of this like humming constant level of stress that black and brown folks often experience, it's really important that we care for ourselves. So my job is not always to have the answers and how to care for ourselves. My job is to be the one to say, Lily, are you taking care? What does that look like today? How can we support you in that? How can we connect you with people who do know how to heal from whatever it is that you're facing? So at Render Free, my role is to be that voice, be that champion for you, where I check in and, and create space, whether it be, again, physically um, in our lounge and workspace or virtually we connect one-on-one -on -one with our members or in solidarity sessions where we get together as a group and we talk about our experiences and we name the reality of what we're facing. And then we also highlight local practitioners of color, much like, well, Connected Twin Cities, we highlight the local resources that are here. And we say, you know, hey, here's an acupuncturist who can help treat that, that symptom that you're experiencing. Here's somebody who is amazing at 
journaling. Like they figured out that journaling is actually a wellness practice practice and a, a way of reflections. Let's learn from them. So we do events and we also offer um, sessions with practitioners and our members to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I agree with you. I am a student of wellness myself. And I think to me, it comes down to that check-in that you mentioned of just creating that space to pause and check in with yourself. And I love that you do that for your members as a way to hold space and remind people to do that and just really tune in. Like, what do you need constantly like reassessing, re-asking yourself, just staying really in tune. And I know how easy it is to get off of that track with so many distractions and things going on too. Absolutely. So I love that. How have you designed your space to really foster that community and connection and the reminders to, to take time for yourself and to prioritize yourself? Yeah. So we do that in really simple, but intentional ways. One of the things that we do consistently is ask folks how they're doing. (laughs) Like we try to make that sentence, how are you? Not just a throwaway greeting. And when our members walk into our double doors, that when we look up and call them by name and say, how are you doing? We pause and we give them space to really share with us how they are. Um, It's also our way of making sure that as we do this work, and I say we, myself and my team member, Andrea, as we do this work together, um, that we are prioritizing our members (laughs) over our to-do list, right? Like being a business owner for me, it's a lot and it's easy to get lost in the weeds of it all. And so we, we want to make sure that everything is centered on that human connection. And so making ourselves available to our members when they come into the space, also offering some vulnerability. Like I, I am a member of render free just as much as I am a leader at render free. And so I share with our founding members, how I'm doing and try to set an example of a leader who doesn't have to have it all together, who doesn't have to have all the answers, but is leading with humility Um, and confidence while naming my limitations (laughs) Mm -hmm. and in the, in the areas where I'm limited, inviting other folks in who may be really talented there. One of the really cool things that I was just talking about with a couple of founding members yesterday is when you are the only black woman in a room, it can feel like your experience is perhaps not real because no one else is aware of it. And it can feel like what you do see, the perspective that you do have and the insight that it does give is solely your responsibility to address. Because again, if no one else is really experiencing it or understanding it, it might be all left up to you. So for example, let me, let me share an example. If I, and I have spent most of my professional career working in predominantly white institutions. So in times when I'm in a meeting and we're talking about a potential event that's going to take place in these predominantly white institutions, you know, this is me outside of render free before render free. I'm at this meeting and we're talking about an event and I notice that there's something about the event that isn't going to land well with our black clients. I noticed there's something about the way that something's being addressed that isn't going to connect with communities of color. 
it feels like a lot of pressure and a lot of risk to be the one person that has to speak up. And it's exhausting to always play that role. Not to mention the fact that simply knowing something, it doesn't always equip you with the skills to then address the thing that you realize might not be right. So to turn that completely on its head, when members walk into our space or when they log onto a group call and they hear from other black and brown women who who are those folks in those rooms, they remember that even outside of their line of sight, there are other black and brown folks doing this work of making sure there's room for us, making sure there's space for us. It doesn't have to be all up to me. And sometimes I can trust that someone else out there is doing the work. And most of the time I'm going to choose to show up. Mm -hmm. But if I'm honest about my limitations and the fact that some days I need to rest and some days I need to keep to myself and sometimes I can't be the advocate, I'm going to trust that someone else is going to show up on those days. So there is, I think, a, a sense of relief. There is a sense of relief for members when they walk into a room and see so many black and brown women taking up space for themselves Um, showing up in their profession and their chosen career path and their homes on the streets. And inevitably, because they're living in black and brown bodies, they're resisting Mm -hmm. oppression. And that in and of itself is encouraging and reminds us that we can take days off. Yeah. And focus on joy and pleasure and yes, rest Right. The things that make us human, right? We're not machines. We're not work mules. We're living beings. And that's a reminder that I think we all need, but especially for those of us that have a history of being perceived that way by society, um, we really need to be reminded and to remind one another that we are human and we deserve all those good things. Yes, definitely. So Thank you for sharing all this. This is, I think, so helpful for a lot of people to hear. And can we talk a little bit about the logistics of your business and how people can get involved and support the work that you're doing? So let's start with how is this physical space working? How is the virtual space working? What are your hours? Like how often do people get together? Yes. So render free is a membership offering for self-identified black and brown women. And our membership is hybrid. So we only have one kind of offering. It is both virtual and in person. We have members that join us both locally and nationally. And um, yeah, it's so amazing to connect with people from across the country. And the reason that they can connect with us is because we try to hit that sweet spot in our membership price point. So we do have a goal of being sustained by our founding members. And we recognize that right now, render free is like right in the sweet spot of everything that's trendy right now, right? <laughs> I mean, it is super popular to be talking about wellness. I'm sure you're, you encounter this, Lily. Um, and even, you know, the conversation about race and, and gender and their intersections about anti-racism, about equity, like those are all things that can be hot topics, which is great. If folks want to join us in this work, we invite them to do that and we create avenues and how they can do that. But we know that there'll come a day 
when that's actually not what folks want to talk about, right? There'll come a day when hashtag wellness is no longer trending. And on that day, it is our founding members who are going to continue to know how important this work is. And so it is our goal that as a business, we're sustained by those folks who will never forget that black and brown women deserve to be well and free. Um, so through our membership, uh, folks can access our physical lounge and workspace on Thursdays and Fridays from eight to four. Those hours are specifically for the season of our business. We are a baby business. We opened our doors for the first time in October of 2020. So we are, yes, we're coming up on a year. Um, And we do have really exciting plans to expand those hours. But now it creates this really beautiful rhythm for folks to look forward to, to, to practice the integration of wellness and work where they may bring their laptop um, or their client into the space. And just by being in a room with self-identified black and brown women in the context of render free, even while they're answering their emails, they're reminded to take a deep breath and reminded that they're not a robot or a floating head, but that they can like be in their body and alive, even as they do their work. So we offer that space Thursday and Friday and occasionally, um, actually usually once a month, at least we have an in-person event in the space, often featuring local practitioners of color who teach us new strategies of healing. We also have a monthly solidarity sessions. We just had our September one last night, actually. And that's a virtual gathering where folks can just come together. It's often facilitated dialogue by myself or Andrea of folks just sharing their experience and um, talking a little bit about how they're making sense of the world, living in the bodies that they're given. Um, And we also have member care. And so that's where myself or Andrea give our members undivided attention, one-on-one, in-person or virtual, um, to just check in. And again, ask that question, how are you doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what do you need in order to be well? Mm-hmm. And what do we have? Um, how can like this institution, like Render Free is an institution. And a lot of our members have been, again, navigating institutions that haven't been for them, mm-hmm. navigating institutions where they've had to give of themselves, but not always paid accordingly or not always um, valued accordingly. And so we are proud to be an institution that says, how can we actually use everything that we are to support you and whatever it is that you're facing right now? I feel like a lot of organizations can take notes from that alone. Yes. <laughs> There's power in being an organization, right? Yeah. And I think especially right now as we're thinking about how capitalism has affected our well-being as individuals, how can we start to make it better? <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Do what like, we can. Baby yeah. steps. Yeah. To move in a better direction. And on that note, I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but thinking about organizations who want to better support black and brown women that are employees or part of the organization, what would your suggestion be for that? Absolutely. That was a great TF. (laughs) Thanks, Billy. So if you are a group or a corporation, an an institution, and you have self-identified black and brown women within your organization, or you seek to recruit 
black and brown women, we offer render free as a benefit. So you can purchase a group membership, a business membership at render free, and then, and then gift that membership to your employees. And, uh, you know, not only for businesses, but also if you belong to a church community, if you attend a school, like any kind of collective of people can engage in this gift and a way to to say to the black and brown women among them, we see you, we know that your needs are different than ours. Um, if, if you yourself don't identify as a black or brown woman, and we want to connect you with resources that actually meet your needs. Mm-hmm. And that's actually only one of four ways that folks can get connected with render free. So the first is business membership, which you mentioned mm-hmm. the second and the core of course is our founding membership. Those are for individual self-identified black and brown women. So if you are listening and you're a black or brown woman, or you know someone who's a black or brown woman, you could invite them to become a founding member. Business membership, again, is a group of black and brown women that maybe belong to a broader institution. Um, An ally, our ally sponsors also play a really important role. So if you don't identify as a black or brown woman, you can still contribute to the development of this community. And um, the the financial contribution that you make actually not only helps develop our general business, but it's used to give away memberships to the community. It's used to help support people when they find that for a particular season, they need to cut back on expenses, but still want to be connected to our community. So ally sponsorship is a huge part of our community, and we're so grateful for all of them. And then you can become an advocate which sounds similar. People often swap those out, but advocate actually by definition means to use your platform to share about something that you believe in. And so really by being an advocate, you just take on the story of render free and and shout it to the rooftops (laughs) and use your Instagram, use your LinkedIn, go into that business meeting go to that book club with a little bit of render free with you and share that with folks that are in your community. Love that. And they can find details about this at your website, right? Yes. You can find all of that on our website at the top of our website in our menu. There's a button called join us and there's a drop down for every single role I just mentioned. And on our homepage, there's key tiles with every single role. Wonderful. Well, what does the future hold right now? Is there anything you can tell us about or any, I know some of it is you like to keep under wraps as a business owner. You never want to like overpromise what's coming, but is there anything that you feel comfortable sharing about what you have planned for the future? Absolutely. I mean, generally, I just invite everyone to keep an eye on us, follow us on Instagram, check out our website. You can actually find, um, I think there's now 16 essays, which I've written that are all about wellness and identity. And again, how to navigate this world, taking care of yourself. I can only speak to the body I live in. So that's the perspective that I come from, but encourage folks, you could subscribe to our uh, mail, our email list as well. Keep an eye out in that way. And we are, I mean, just at the beginning, it has been so humbling for me to discover how relevant the resource of render free is. Mm -hmm. It was born out of a really difficult circumstance. I found myself in, in a work environment and feeling just undervalued in the workplace, um, loving my job, loving the work I got to do 
but just felt totally tied up and unable to fulfill, um, fulfill it fully, bringing my whole self to the table, like fulfill it fully as a black woman. Mm -hmm. And that's really tough. And it was something that took a lot of grace for me to get through, took a lot of tears, (laughs) a lot of therapy. Um, but it was also something that woke me up to a more common experience um, that many black and brown women have. And that is just generally feeling undervalued by those around them. Mm-hmm. And so it's been humbling to see the community come out, to find that folks um, are seeking space, like the one that we've created to connect and to heal and to rest. And so we are just committed to this work. I am going to con- keep at it. Uh, and is as far as what's ahead, I mean, it's just growth. It's just continuing to be really intentional every step, but making sure that our founding members, their well-being, is at the forefront of everything that we do. Well, thank you so much for the courage and strength and initiative that you took. You know, it's not easy when you face a problem in your life to say, oh, you know, I see a solution. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go build this whole thing takes a lot of work. And that's something that I have a little bit of experience with and can, can really recognize. And I know that because you're, you've gotten such a great response from the community and you've seen your members really so excited about what you've built. I think you should just feel so proud. And it's clear that this is so needed. So I just want to say thank you for, for doing that. I think we need more people in the world who create things and try to create solutions from the muck that we're all in right now, you know? Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to share a little bit about what I think is one of the best kept secrets of the Twin Cities. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm just very aware of the fact that like, I have no interest in being a savior. I am bringing what I have, but I am so, so happy to invite community to join me in this work, whether it's practitioners listening who they themselves have lived experience as black and brown folks and can speak to the healing that is uniquely required there joining us or folks who are allies and advocates that want to pour in their resources and their voice to spur this work on. Like that's the only way that we've, that we've pressed on. Mm -hmm. We'll keep it up and I wish you all the best. I know we're going to stay connected too, but thank you for being on the show and sharing your story with our audience. I think people are really going to resonate with this episode a lot. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lily. Have you heard about our new on-demand classes? You can learn from local experts in a variety of holistic wellness topics from homeopathy to breath work, 
yoga to cooking, and we've added several classes to provide support during pregnancy and postpartum. There's a ton of exciting topics to peruse, and you can find it all on our website. Each class is only $30, and you'll have lifetime access to the recordings and printable materials. You'll also be connected with these local practitioners and know who to go to if you want to explore these topics a little bit further. Check it all out on our website, wellconnectedtwincities.com.